and welcome to the Deja Review podcast, where a group of film lovers get together and discuss a cult or a classic film that one or more of them has watched for the very first time. I'm Mike Cairns. As always, I'm joined by Kane Porkchop Daniel. <laughs> Hi, I'm classic Batman villain Egghead. Eggman. Eggman. <laughs> as portrayed by Vincent Price. <laughs> Seb Seabass Godfrey. Hey, how are you? I can never back it up. <laughs> You're the clock king. Yeah. Um, uh, and our guest, Alex Heath. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Film, Film lover. lover. Film lover. Film lover. Alex I Heath. asked to be introduced as. Yes. yes. Uh, and today we are going to be watching. We're going to be watching. Uh, so it's, uh, it's a two hour podcast, guys. Um, uh, we, uh, tracks. we have uh, We have watched uh, the sequel to the 19. 19- 89 classic Batman. We watch Batman Returns. Another Tim Burton joint. Yeah, 1992's Batman Returns. Now, before we get into it, um, because we are classing up the joint, um, we, uh, we we better get some wine. It's uh, wine time, wine baby. It's wine. We're straight in. We're yeah, straight well, in. Yeah. Or do we need to have a... Well, oh, hold oh, on. Not do, we need, or do we need to... Do we need to... Should we... Wait ten minutes and then do no, no 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 I need a drink okay <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who 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 bought this one uh, was this you uh, Alex got it mm. yeah. and and uh, can you uh, tell us a little bit about this well, wag? I don't know it's it's Italian it's a scopettino which is which is a variety I'm getting um raw fish sewage. Penguin's Lair. I'm just going to segue into talking about Batman. Batman Returns. <laughs> so, uh, Kane is mm. uh, our uh, non-seer, or for many, uh, we're, yeah. we're cheating a little bit. Uh, Kane has seen this, but when he was just a, a wee band, uh, yes. and um, and so has not a great deal of memory about this film. No, he's a man who's blocked out most of his childhood. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I, I do. I do have vague recollections of actually going to the cinema with Grandpa Jimmy. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, I'd have, I have just, I had vague kind of impressions watching it now. Why? I mean, 1992, mm-hmm. I was born in 1981. So I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a fucking film to take an 11 year old to. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I bet that there was no way they could have anticipated <laughs> that yeah. it was this fucking weird, but, um, still totally. Yeah, I, I, in rewatching it as well, I was like, because I haven't seen this for a few years, I was like, "Fucking hell, this is really <laughs> violent and really gruesome and Raunchy. and really a very sexual." The penguin yeah. is yeah. very the, sexual. I've, yeah, yeah through my notes, I'm like, the horny, penguin is a sex movie. pest. Yep, yeah. he is a massive sex pest. Totally. Um, that little I, flipper, give you the French flipper trick, whatever French, he says. Yeah. Um, and, and teacher of my French yeah. flipper trick. Yeah, and and. In, in rewatching some of the things that I compl- you know, I missed, you know, I watched this many, many times, and and uh, you know, I, my dad took me to see this when I was ten, mm-hmm. and um, just thinking about my dad, and uh, I was just thought, God, he would have hated he this. Been, he would have just been so. No, he just would have been bored out of his brains. Just like, oh bloody hell! Like, <laughs> you know, I can't mm-hmm. be, I can't be doing this. Um, but watching something like, and the fact that. I, you know, again, something I had this on tape, I taped it off telly. So I watched it a million times when I was, you know, like sort of 11, 12, 13. I didn't know what poontang was. Um, and, I missed uh, that. Somebody yeah. says poontang? What? Somebody says poontang in this? Christopher Walken says unlimited poontang. <laughs> 
unlimited <laughs> fin tech. When, yeah, so oh, when, wow. when he's, he's trying to trying sell to the, the mayor ship, yeah. you know, he's like, right. and, he, and he says under his breath, unlimited boontang. And I'm like, holy shizer. Like, wow. <laughs> but anyway, should we um, get to uh, just everyone's um, uh, sort of histories with yeah. uh, this film? Um, so, Alex, what's your, yeah. what's your you know, your history with Batman really, Returns. Really important film to me when I was a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we just got a VCR and this was a film that I rented a lot um, and watched over and over again. Um, when I was a kid, I really found the character of Catwoman totally compelling and said to my dad, I think I must have been like eight or something, said to my dad, that's my kind of woman, <laughs> which is exactly the kind of like vaguely precocious thing I would have said at the time. So yeah. he tells that story quite often. Um, but it was the, I think I said that during the scene where she's got the whip and she's whipping the heads off the mannequins in Shrek's department store. Mm-hmm. But she's just, everything about her is so confident yet vulnerable at the same time. Um, I love that she chooses career over love at the end, even though a career is basically just being an agent of chaos. Mm. Um, and she's just so incredibly hot. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there was a lot of like complicated feelings I had at the time about <laughs> understanding that do you, kind of sexuality. Do you feel the same now in yes. rewatching? Yes. Like I was just like. No sort of. No, I'm okay. not at all conflicted by it. I still thought she was cool as shit. I thought it was the best part of the movie. All her scenes are boss. Oh. She's amazing. Um, Incredible. Yeah, she learned how to use the whip for the movie. She did all this training for it. She was desperate to be Catwoman and I totally get it because she's such an iconic character, but she made it more iconic. Yeah. I was, um, uh, sort of, you know, watching those whip scenes and the, like when she sort of does the little lasso to wrap the the whip around it, like there's, there's control yeah. like it, I was and, and I did now yeah. I'm, I'm glad I like she yeah, definitely yeah. sort of trained to it yeah. wasn't just sort of like cutting away yeah, to someone yeah, to a stunt double or something yeah. yeah as opposed to the uh um you know there's the uh like I'm fairly sure that that's a uh, this comes up in both movies of a car pulling up uh that we're, we're going to be discussing of a car pulling up just as an old woman yeah. is crossing the road I, yeah. I and, couldn't believe it and I feel like <laughs> Are they both stuntmen dressed as old ladies as well? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. There's a couple um, of times where Pfeiffer's stunt double is pretty visible when mm. she's doing the flip em ups yeah, and but, yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Um, That's a big ask in that Seb. outfit. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've grown, yeah, I also have vivid memories of going to see this at the cinema and being super, super excited. Like seeing all the posters all the, everything for the months leading up to it and going, I am just so looking forward to seeing this film. Just love the hell out of it as a kid. It's probably just a little bit, just a little bit too young to have gone to see Batman at the, the first Batman mm. at the cinema and really remembering allowed. that. Yeah. So this was like, but I remember watching Batman as a kid since then. And then this was like the first big blockbuster when you're at that 11, 11, 12 year old age, however old we were. And um, just remember being so, so hyped to see it. In seeing it again now, it's been a few years, but I, I actually reckon the star of the show, uh, like, take all the characters out of it. The sets themselves are yeah. just like, it was the last of those Amazing. big Hollywood um, films to actually use real world sets, models. Mm. They're, they're I, not really doing I that I thought these a days. lot about the sets. Yeah. And I, um, 
I, I love the fact that they're very self-conscious about being sets. You mm. know what I mean? Like, like they're not, they, 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 they're not trying to create any sort of like real world verisimilitude. Like these are sets. They look like sets, and you're mm. meant to interpret them as sets. I think to a certain extent. Yeah, well, he and takes it just makes of... the whole thing feel so heightened and yeah. well, and he... comic booky. Yeah, well, he takes so much um, from German expressionist film. True. Yeah, or the crazy lighting. Yeah. Like I, I was sorry to interrupt. I was thinking about that that scene where um, when uh, when Shrek pushes Selena Kyle yeah. out the window, their faces are lit so crazily. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot all of... these shadows and stuff. Fr- yeah, like mm. Fritz Lang or whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's full Metropolis vibes. Mm. A lot yeah, of... yeah, yeah. And yeah, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari and all mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Like the way the buildings leer in, um, the the writing of the, sh- like, like the typography of Shrek's department oh, the design store. as well. The all the way through this. So the poster amazing. for like Oswald Cobblepot for Mayor, all I this know. stuff. Fucking hell, I was just, all, like, all the signage, all the typography, everything was first class. I couldn't Loved. believe how couldn't well it holds up. I yeah. was just like, this is as cool as I remember. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And the, the whole underground lair of the penguin and, uh, yeah, uh, like, that, that, that sort of, yes, they are sets like and 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 but they reuse uh, they definitely um you know they they obviously probably would have spent most of the budget on that um like the main city city sort of uh scape uh, mm. with the with the with the the the, the, the like the uh, the strong men sort of holding up atlas. the yeah. like the atlas, atlas, oh, the atlas yeah. um uh and uh because that that sort of is happens a number of like come they come back to that a number of times yeah. during the film mm. and i'm like yeah that's probably where you spend a lot of yeah. you Felix, your budget Felix on that one Head that's been repurposed yeah. a few times and yeah. repainted for a few different scenes. Absolutely. It wasn't Felix the Cat, but it's, yeah, it's yeah, definitely yeah. basic. Definitely it's right. how, how did I, I, I like that is oh. returned to a lot. I didn't kind of understand well, that's how like that... Shrek's business. Uh, yeah. That's his icon for his business, which ties in nicely to the Catwoman. It's this whole kind of animal. It just uh, seems kind of like a non sequitur a little bit. Like, it was kind of funny that it's a cat reference, but yeah. She, yep. you know, I guess she's born, the Catwoman is born out of uh, having worked for Shrek. With all the cats notice. around yeah, the, 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 around. the back of yeah, the, it's a funny little. This isn't fully explained as to why he oh, uh, oh, uses a cat hey, for his. Hey, shouldn't icon. shouldn't shouldn't it have been a a donkey? Here we go. Because because oh, okay. Shrek. Oh, you. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't see that no, coming. No. Should have been Prince uh, Alfio. So <laughs> so, let's um uh, uh you know uh Kane. I mean yeah. um what were you? What I'm were happy to announce. That Tim Burton is good again. Hey! hey wow. Tim Burton you, But you, because I think we've had discussions about you not being so hot on the first one. Uh, no, yeah, I, I did rewatch that in adulthood and I thought it was, I mean, I know people love it for being camp and... Uh, the Incredible at, Prince soundtrack. Mm. Yes, mm. Written uh, for the film. Yeah, but uh, ultimately I didn't feel like I could go for that sort of brand. But this one is great. This is insane. And it's like, it's, and I think the difference between, like, because uh, we talked about Edward Scissorhands, the difference between Tim Burton being good and and terrible is obviously... Uh, tens of millions of dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, like his aesthetic and his kind of tonality and and kind of concern can can clearly only work with massive budgets. Yeah. You know what I mean? And having well, full creative control as well, yeah. Yeah. which he did for this. Well, because, because he just held them ransom for so long. Uh, yeah. They wanted him to come back and right. and Absolutely. Well, so 
um, I mean, yeah, it's a very auteur-y movie, yeah. right? Like, it, like he leaks from every mm, uh, sure. frame. It is. It also, one uh, of it takes the camp like upper level, like yes. from the original, like and <laughs> like, how could you make a, a campier film than the original Batman? Well, you make Batman Returns. It's I, I definitely think it's you know it's like in, gothic camp. Yeah, it feels like a different mm. thing. You know, but what I mean? um, so the original had uh, a thirty-five million dollar budget and made four hundred and eleven million, which is uh, very good, <laughs> um, very good, very good times, especially in nineteen eighty-nine. The budget got up to eighty million for this. Um, and it made two sixty six, mm. so it was a, a not not as you know not as yeah. successful as they'd hoped. So um, he kinda, yeah, held the studio ransom until they they offered to give him full creative control of the picture and right. and essentially final cut of and he got final what, cut on whatever this. whatever wow. he said goes. Uh, and uh, after the film came out and the 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 money started coming in, they they slowly realised, oh, okay, it's not Tim Burton. He isn't the the it's just Batman. Anyone can do a Batman. We can hand this over to some schmuck like Joel Schumacher and make an <laughs> absolute mm. turd, the mm. McDonald's turd that it was. Well, see, reference to McDonald's. So, like, I, you know, I, coll- I, I had all 150 Batman Returns cards. I collected. You oh, know, cool. I got the whole hey. set. Um, I had the pencil toppers uh, from McDonald's, so you get like you could put like a little penguin or a little Catwoman or a little bat car on the end of your pencil for school. I they was had just... little masks. I remember mm. sitting at the McDonald's in Clifton Hill wearing little a little Catwoman mask yeah. that mm. came with my Happy Meal. I remember yeah. the glasses? They had yeah. really cool, like amazing glasses that were actual like glass cups that were very ornate. That's when very... good. Yeah, you, you get some good stuff from Macca's in those mm. days. Um, and and, and I had the remember you'd get the um the, those big sort of uh, coke cups that had like the the movie like the you know that you could mm. take home after and I was like loved a souvenir cup mm. oh man Definitely. and so I had the I had the one with the you know the poster of the three faces you mm. know um and um yeah I was I was just so in and um yeah this movie is just and and but again just watching it again it's just like. There's so much in here. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if all three of you loved it so much in childhood, do, do you have any recollection of, like, how you dealt with, like, how horny and, like, psychosexual this no. movie is? Like, I, 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 I just so blown away by that. I kind of, yeah, for me, like, I you know, I was just a little dummy. I just, like, all that stuff is just, like, um, can we get to the bit where Batman's going to fight something or yeah. can we get in the Batcar? I, I noted it. Or, like, the, he's or, basically, or the Bat sewer machine or whatever it's mm. called. He's basically <laughs> not in the movie until 30. 35 minutes in. Yeah, like right. he's, he's, he's a little Batman. bit, yeah, he's a no, little bit at the beginning. 15 minutes. Sorry. Like that was the, the, that was one thing I did note is like, because the, the original, it takes a while to get some proper bat action. And, uh, and then this one was like straight in, like in the first 13 minutes, he's, you know, he's you get the bat, you get the Batmobile, he's yeah, um, yeah. tripping over. Also stilt walkers. I get the I get the clown circus gang, mm. but what are the stilt walkers going to do? Mm. You know, like there's a few there's a few holes in it. In watching it again, like some of those circus folk, like the woman with the dog that comes along with the little dog that's like going to fight him. The dog mm. basically the, she does nothing. She just yep. essentially stands in front of him and then walks off. I don't understand Except, what her whole. Well, it's, it's, it's a goof. Yeah. It's a gag. I, I mm. felt like the, yeah. the 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 circus thing didn't really pay off until they all abandon. 
penguin yeah. at the end and as they do so they do like cartwheels and flips like back into the shadows <laughs> Slow, slowly, slowly backing yeah. away yeah. like oh you've clearly that lost I'm gonna up. that was that was the only time it paid off for me the rest of the time I was like oh my god There's this whole really? subplot of those guys having a history of, of stealing kids and kids going missing in towns and stuff and that was like this full horror movie terrifying little yeah I love that yeah, yeah. and, nice and it feels kind of, of it feels kind of like folkloric yeah like kind of totally. like it was really brothers grim but, but also yeah. like the plagues of egypt like going and getting the firstborn yeah yeah it's yeah. There's, there's, there's so, so much, much biblical, biblical stuff, stuff with it's the penguin yeah this judeo-christian nightmare happening which i n- again never picked up on being yep. raised atheist until watching it again now i was just like Whoa. well that that um hold the phone Almost too much, I would say. <laughs> that um, the the uh, the the lady circus performer, she does play a very um, and I I tried to Google it, and maybe it's just in my head. But there is from the movie Diamonds Are Forever, the the Bond movie. Um, there is uh, there like at the end, and it's a really classic thing, and it's been made jokes of where it's a counting down, and there is this very um, European voice going. 10 seconds and counting. <laughs> and in this movie, that because she's doing the voiceover for, you know, like all the things that are happening. And she's doing exactly that. It's like 30 seconds and counting. And yeah. I was like, I'd have, I'd uh, like, maybe that, like, you know, I'm probably just building that in, but I would love for that to be just like, I like that bit in Diamonds of Forever. Well, you speak, do that. Speaking of hat tips, I, I feel like um, Christopher Nolan borrowed a couple of things mm. like like really? uh yeah well i mean think about in the beginning of dark knight um where when joker's gang they've all got the clown masks on oh, yeah mm. yeah that that popped yeah, into my sure. head and and also i mean it's not really a reference so much but you know um you know christian bale and uh uh nolan kind of made the batman voice like yeah, kind of a thing and, and 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 i was yeah and that's yeah. what i thought to myself was like yeah. oh batman voice Totally predated, you know what I mean? But heightened, I think the peak of Batman voice is in uh, Batman Forever where Alfred says uh, to him over the radio, he's driving around the Batmobile, he's like, shall I prepare some dinner for you, sir? He goes, no thanks, Alfred. I'll get drive through <laughs> and, <laughs> and go through fucking McDonald's drive through. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, what, I mean, I, I, haven't, I haven't actually seen any of the Joel Schumacher ones, but what if they're good? So Maybe they do. They I'll tell you they're not. No. They're not. No. They're Maybe they are. They're not. Um, but anyway, like so, out. there's. Um, uh, I mean, we were listening to it before we recorded this, but that score is just so iconic. Yeah, I know. It Fucking is. Danny Elfman's good Deep. again. Yeah, this, yeah. This, this, this I think this is amazing. Peak Danny Elfman. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is as good as he gets. This yeah. is like so iconic. The moment I heard that theme in the first like minute it just sent shivers down my spine yeah. and mm. my wife em loves the batman movies as well and we were both going Ooh, this is so exciting mm-hmm. just like in that first <laughs> minute was just it's the same theme from the first one right no yeah. no it's it's like a it's an evolution yeah. an evolution oh, yeah. right yeah. Um, it's on Spotify with it with a very much a you know 
a Christmas theme for a movie that came out in the middle of June. Um, mm. It's a very Christmassy movie. Well, it worked for Australian audiences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that, that score is just, again, like it, it gives me shivers. And, and, and it also, when we were talking about the, um, uh, the Batman voice, also the animated series sort of yes. came out around this time and it still, it, it Use, had that score yeah, and, and I can't remember his name, but he's brilliant as the voice actor for Bruce Wayne and Batman. And he, and he does the, you know, the, the, the Alfred and the, 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 the deeper mm. voice, you know, it was just, um, yeah, it, like it was just such a rich Batman period. Mm. <laughs> like that animated series is extraordinary. Yeah, Mark yeah. so Hamill doing the Joker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And Harley Quinn also gave me very complicated feelings. <laughs> like she's extremely hot in that. Because the cartoon debuts Harley Quinn, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. And she's just being well, she's... folded into the comics, into everything, right? Well, I thought she was in the comics first. Maybe I'm, I'm pretty wrong. sure that she was first on the oh, okay. show, yeah. Can I just give a little shout out to Stan Winston as well, who yes. who is like a big part of this visual mm. effects, just yeah, responsible for not only all the costumes but a lot of the, the that rich world of Gotham City as well. Who he died in two thousand and eight, but um, for like a ten year period, he either won or was nominated for an Oscar after working on The Thing, um, Terminator, Aliens, uh, winning uh, an Oscar for that as well, and then Predator. Old Eddie Scissorhands, as we did um, a couple of weeks ago. Terminator 2, Batman Returns, Jurassic Park, Oscars, Oscars, Jeez. Oscars. <laughs> what a – just that guy deserves. And so I think did he do that because um, I love the uh, the big penguins. You know, mm. they, are they emperor penguins? Yeah. Um, it's clearly people in suits. Yeah. Um, but uh, And they've got like the real like uh, – Yes. Um, but like – they must have had like trained penguins and they they've got did. all yeah, got their little that's... army suits yeah. on yes. and all that sort of stuff. I, yeah, it's I, brilliant. Was, I was watching that going, what the fuck is going like like they they're not CG, they're not no, they're, they're fucking real, real penguins. Yeah. God damn it. Penguin yeah. had to act with penguins. I, it's crazy. Yeah, I watched a little YouTube um went down a YouTube rabbit hole looking at uh Batman Returns, Stan Winston, ba- penguins, all this sort of stuff. And in an uh, an interview, one of those talk show things. He gave a little anecdote about his crew were collecting up all the, the trained penguins at the end of the day, putting them in their home, like, all right, end of a day shoot. And they packed them all away. And then he was packing away all the uh, animatronic ones. And he found like another little penguin that was in there hugging one of the animatronic <laughs> ones, like just like made pals with one. Like, come on, buddy, get with the real ones. The hey, monkey. While we're on shout outs, like Kane Daniels' uh, character actor shout out corner, shout out to Vincent Scavelli. I had that written yeah, down. God, I yep. love that guy. He's so good. He's the organ grinder. Yeah, one flew over the cuckoo's yeah, nest. Yeah. Uh, he's in the beginning of Amadeus. Passed away in 2005. Yeah, we lost him. Hmm. Good one. Um, this is also, uh, you know, we're, we're, I mean, we're sort of retreading uh, some, some, you know, Tim Burton and uh, things, but this is our first film with a Wilhelm scream in it as is well. It? Yeah, it, it is. is. I That's did a pick very, that up. it's a very, like, obvious one, too. Yeah, it is. It's a very <laughs> obvious Wilhelm scream. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so our first. Uh, you didn't pick Wilhelm that up? Scream. No, I picked you it did. up. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, can can I just say though I I like it's worth noting and 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 I'm not fucking taking a, a shot at you or anything because it is worth noting but I the the Wilhelm scream <laughs> thing has become one of those things where like where like film nerds go have you have you heard about a little thing called Wilhelm scream <laughs> well let me tell you and it's like 
yeah, dude, like everyone knows about it. You know what I mean? Like there's a particular kind of, you know, person where, where they, where they, they think they're going to fucking blow your mind about this Wilhelm scream <laughs> thing. And you just, yeah, yeah. We've, we've all read about movies. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like this is kind of a meta commentary on film nerds. You're trying to out film nerd, the film nerd that you're putting. No, I'm trying to out normal the film nerds. Okay. I'm trying to shame them. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, thank you. Just, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. I'm not taking a shot at anyone here. This is all in the abstract. You better throw a Wilhelm scream over the top of this. And yeah, well. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I um, love you all. Well, one thing I also sort of picked up on um, is, you know, we have this opening sequence of the, you know, the parents, you know, throwing their baby away. and Moses in the rushes. Mo- yeah, Moses mm. in the rushes. But... <laughs> It says 33 years later. I know. This is what I wrote yes. down. Danny was DeVito like, was 48 when he made this movie. I love that that's where your <laughs> mind was, went I with. Because I went with from... Penguin is the same age as me and has achieved so much more. That was the <laughs> note I wrote. I was like, this is devastating. He's got... the same thing. It's like, fuck, I'm older than the goddamn Penguin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just, you know, he's got a gang. He's got, he's got his own, owns his own home. He doesn't have access to good, <laughs> fresh fruit and vegetables, which is true. that's which true. Is kind of but he doesn't want them. He, he, he just wants that. He just wants that. He just wants that fish. Fair enough. And great. I mean, mm-hmm. he'd be hanging around all that raw sewage and stuff. Yeah. And uh, toxic Look, radioactive I'm, I'm not stuff. saying I want to trade places, but yeah, yeah. And the guy's got an aesthetic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I was I was actually surprised at how much of this movie I was just um, quoting verbatim as it was being said, like, you know, a little tape and a lot of patience oh, my, makes all the difference. My favourite uh, line, my favourite line in the whole film, which I had never picked up on before, was my my mum and dad. They I was their number one yes! child, but they, they treated, treated me like, like a number, number two. Yes, <laughs> and I never. So I, I put it together. Like yeah, I was like, just oh like, that's, that's a great actually, line. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. It's amazing how well the the script has held up. Like those yeah. lines, they're just zinger after zinger after mm. zinger. And I, um, I, and I can see you know how powerful Catwoman would be, but I just you know I love this. Like, how could you? I'm a woman, yes, and Batman's so all sort good. of like, oh, I'm sorry, and then she's yeah, like, like it's like what I meant to say was it's just like using that power it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a quiet, nagging dread that follows you around? Is there a light dusting of boredom on all that you see and do? Does your heart contain a small, piteous yearning that you cannot name? Don't be satisfied with merely being unsatisfied. It's not cool and it's certainly not European. It's time to try ennui. Ennui is big enough to encapsulate the wave of nausea that crashes down on you when you wake up on a Monday morning. But it's small enough to carry with you as you push that creaking supermarket trolley down the aisles, never quite able to remember why it was you came here. Facebook messages piling up from friends you could easily never speak to again? Ennui. The lazy, low-grade regret you feel for having done an arts degree? Ennui. Can't decide what to have for brunch? Ennui. Call now on 1-800-567-567 and mention the word déjà to receive an additional sense of déjà vu with your ennui. Just like your feelings of joy and fulfilment, this offer will not last. So call us now and say we to ennui. I reckon we should do like a chunk on um, all of the major characters, like a chunk each. Okay, let's do Michael Keaton first and we're done. 
I mean, Michael Keaton is the least interesting part of this movie. I just thought, I just wanted to say before we do that, mm. and maybe you can reintroduce that sec- section of the podcast. Sure. Yeah. But we need to address the elephant in the room, which is that Tim Burton only casts white people in his movies. Oh, yeah. yeah it's that's insane. True. It's even worse than Edward Scissorhands. There's literally no, I, I couldn't even see background extras. Yeah. No, who, I'm I'm trying to think of all of those crowd European descent. Not even one. I Apart from watching. Harvey Dent in uh, the original Batman. Yeah, uh, but this movie, Billy D. This movie had none, mm. zero. Well, that's kind of funny. You know Ooh. the the original storyline, uh, which it wasn't Tim Burton. Well, maybe it was Tim Burton that cut it. But the original storyline was uh, Robin, and it was Marlon Wayans. As oh. as Robin, Marlon Wayans was cast to be Robin in Batman huh. Returns. And then they rewrote the whole thing. And then they realized they had a too many. But he was, but he was signed on, but he was also signed on like for a, like a two movie deal. Ooh. And then when Joel Jolly Shoemaker came along, um, he's like, I'm going to get the whitest dude in the world, Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, um, Chris O'Donnell came and went, huh? Yeah. Oh no, he's been. I think he's been on one of those like CSI. You know, um, uh, West yeah. Virginia, um, sort of, <laughs> you know, like CSI, CSI OC, Boise, yeah. Idaho. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Son of a Woman, that was him, right? It was. Yeah. I, and, oh, no, we've got to talk about that in the next movie. Um, but, uh, so, well, let's, let's, uh, I think we need to talk about Max Shrek, um, played just with delight, uh, by, Good old Christopher Walken, so good, and just fantastically chewing up the scenery in yeah. every scene that he's in. That hair, so good. Everything is just so great. And and going back to that that shot of when he pushes uh, Selena Kyle out the window, I love that sort of interaction where he, you know, he's sort of like playing really threatening, and then he's like, ah, ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, ah, and then bang, it's just the classic fantastic. Christopher Walken turn mm. on a dime yeah. thing. Mm. Because this is this is the different. I mean, everybody does a Christopher Walken accent, uh, accent impersonation, mm. and mostly I think what people are doing is actually an impersonation of of, um, of uh, Who's He What's It's impersonation. You know, um, uh, from Usual Suspects, oh, Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey's, yeah. No, not Kevin Spacey. Um, oh, the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. how many yeah. Guys members of the Usual Suspects? Gabriel Byrne. Do a... no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the guy that wears the hat. Yeah, the guy that wears the hat. Guy. That's kind of he's he's, he's, he's kind of really oh, famous for his uh, Yes, I know exactly who yeah. you're talking we about. We are talking about um something. Per, 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 per. Kevin Pollock. Pollock. Ah, yes, yeah. uh, I was Pollock. looking it up, and, and I swear to you, I got it before the IMDb. Sure. Oh my line. god! I and I feel so much better about you but, as a person. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, like the the difference between a good Christopher Walken impersonation and a bad one is is when you understand the high and low walking because because everybody does hi I'm Christopher Walken you know people do people do that. <laughs> so it quickly but, but, merges into so your Woody Allen when you head do it. But what they don't do they don't go like this. You know what I mean? You mm. know, because that's that's the that's a classic walking thing. He just mm. he you know, he's hey Seb, what's going on? He does a good one. <laughs> You know, yeah, totally. But, but yeah, he just drops. I get you. you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's you know. Uh, I can't believe Kristen Walken is here talk, discussing the movie God. with us. So Hi good. guys, mm. podcast. It's, it's, I swore to myself so I wouldn't do on. a fucking Christmas <laughs> because everybody does one and they're all so lame. Mine and included. I'm David Bowie coming <laughs> back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, 
Chip Shrek. So his son, oh. the big meathead that played. They couldn't so, have chosen a douchier actor well, to play him guy, as well. Well, you know, this guy, this guy actually, he tried to do a, a walking impression mm. to be his son. So he's like, Dad, go. You go, <laughs> Dad. Dad. <laughs> he totally is. Yeah. He's like, Dad. But I, I, know, couldn't, I couldn't help masses. but thinking, I, I, every time I saw him, I thought, it's fucking Don Jr., you know it what I mean? is. <laughs> totally well, it was, uh, yeah. His name was Andrew Brynjowski, and you may know him as Zangief from the Street Fighter movie. Oh. Or, uh, I don't know. Leather, no. Leatherface, <laughs> Leatherface yeah. from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The remake. 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 Okay. Yeah, not I'm the like... 70s, not Toe Pooper. Mm. Um, what, the one with Jessica Beale? Is that <laughs> yeah. the one? I do. Is it so. Jessica Beale? I thought you were making a lol. No, no it, yeah. I haven't seen the remake. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's meant to be good though, right? I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I actually haven't seen, but I know enough about to know that it's uh, a really fucking disturbing movie. Yes. Mm. And and I think that the remake just pushed it into like kind of like uh, attractive Normie. Hollywood people, like yeah. kind of fun slasher mops kind of like. Slasher mops. Yeah. 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 Say the it's same a classic slasher mop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Evil Dead remake. They remade that. And they oh, just, that's the no. only good movie Zack Snyder ever, ever made. What, the re- remake? Is that him? Is that yeah, Zack Snyder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his one. Of, and no that's shit. a great yeah. movie. Yeah. Actually, no, yeah. I, I have to disagree then because um, he's, uh, what, what is it? The Return of the Living Dead? No, the, one of the Living Dead? Day, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. No, oh, sorry. That's, no, that's, yeah, that's, no, that's sorry, we're getting mixed up. Oh, no, 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 we're Evil saying Dead. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Oh, no, no, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead is great. Yeah. That's Zack Snyder. Yes. The Evil Dead remake that came out maybe four years ago, five years ago. Which was just like, you know, no humor. It was just a straight up, you know, really brutal horror movie, wasn't it? I don't remember this. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the remake. I've seen the original a thousand times. But Any Shrek thoughts? Mike Myers, great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Max Shrek. I read somewhere someone said that he looks like... We'll insert that whole song here. It's going to go for an yeah, extra yeah. performance. Someone once said that he looks like a grown-up version of a Chucky doll. Oh, which I kind of, If Chucky doll yeah, grew up. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Do you know what? I mean, speaking of Fritz Lang and Metropolis, he looks a little like um, the mad scientist who makes yeah. Maria. What is it? Like well, Warner or... That's what his character was actually based on. And hey, look at me. What a yeah, genius. Seriously. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was. And he originally wasn't... Well, Tim Burton didn't want to hire him because Tim Burton was terrified, actually terrified of Christopher Walken as mm. an actor for some bizarre reason. But he obviously worked out because he worked with him <laughs> yeah, since. Because he's, he's, like, he's, he's such a sleepy hollow and all that. Uh, but <laughs> but Christ- the one thing that Christopher Walken brought to the role was he said, I feel like Max Shrek should have molars, human molars as cufflinks. Whoa, his character. Cool. I'm like, fuck, that's pretty that's, that's dark. That's pretty yeah. dark. Yeah, <laughs> shit. But no wonder you're afraid of it. Tim Burton was allowed to do whatever the yeah. fridge he wanted in this movie. So uh um but yeah. I, I guess like, the thing about it is is that when you're casting Christopher Walken, you're casting Christopher Walken. You're mm. you're you're getting Christopher Walken no yeah. matter what. Yeah. And sometimes that is completely inspired because Christopher Walken is such an indelible mm. personality and it's the best thing in the world. And sometimes you've got Christopher Walken in a movie that yeah. doesn't have doesn't need Christopher Walken. Mm. It's like there. Gene Hackman. You're hiring Gene Hackman. No. Yes, absolutely. No, Gene Hackman actually has range. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I will not hear a bad word against. I'm Gene not Hackman. saying Gene Hackman's a bad actor. I'm saying you get Gene Hackman in movies, and he's great. Sounds like you just got Gene hacked down. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's the hack wow. man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe uh, Christopher Walken had some, you know, uh, ad libbing going on, like like that sequence in the in the uh, the, the masquerade ball. Where he just goes like yawn to, to, to Bruce <laughs> yeah. Wayne. Like I can't imagine that that was in the script. I can't. I can't like, remember the exact circumstance, but there's a there's a point where he go he says of something, it's a bum rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when when it. the penguin accuses him of being a monster for being this like capitalist pig. Yeah. Um, and he says it's a it's a bum rap. I think <laughs> I'm, what a I'm great strong leader. <laughs> Maybe that was a Tarantino thing. Cause, Probably. That's yeah. very Tarantino. Um, Tarantino was actually an uncredited uh, writer on this film as well, yeah. which is which is crazy. But uh, just one last little thing on um, Max Shrek. So he, he, this is a massive film for old mate, um, what's his name? Christopher Walken. And he said, giving his lines, talking about the power plant on the table, round table, he's like, guys, it would be amazing. Like, I feel like I could really sell this more if I had a model of whatever this power plant is that we're trying to trying mm. to make here. Half an hour later, the production uh, department turns up with this massive scale model of a power of a power plant. He's yeah. like, "Fuck me, that's because he's just not you used guys to work, the scale yeah. of that stuff. You guys work fast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, and it looks cool. It's like something. <laughs> it does hit. look kind of yeah. dumb. Though. It looks, yeah. Um, should we move on? Because uh, we, I mean, there's just there's a lot of big performances in this film. Yeah, um, that's great. Uh, Danny DeVito is fantastic in this movie. Mm. So good. he's just, um, just like he commits. I guess I actually wanted to ask you guys. Um, like I was thinking about it, like if they were making, you know, like a, a Batman movie now and sort of, um, and if we were still in a period where we w- would make like camp movies, I was thinking he'd still just get Danny DeVito. What's well, <laughs> like, funny, funny you say that. He's like, he's like, you know, he's like 75 or something like that, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, put a, some more prosthetics on him, and you know, you'd be uh, good as gold. To all of us, that is the penguin, right? Well, yeah. maybe yeah. if you'd watch the, the the you watch the TV show, right? <laughs> but he Burgess never was. Meredith. He was yeah. never. He never had any powers. He never had. They like fantasticalized. That's a word. Mm. This he's just this a mob version. boss. Just yeah. umbrellas. Yeah. yeah, and he. But this was a completely new. Uh, take on what the penguin was like disgusting mm. take he's yeah. like yeah, he's up those, repulsive. he was chewing these uh red and blue um pellets the whole time yeah set, to get the to get that like that horrid blue. that that blue greeny dribble yeah. slimy stuff coming out of his mouth and he was just disgusting yeah but he remained in character the whole shoot as well did not break character he went full full method on this on this penguin is that this so he could just be just a having too much fun could you yeah, just be exactly. a lech to all the women as well <laughs> but we can only we can Let only see this pin on you <laughs> we can yeah. only ever see him as the penguin but mm. he, he definitely wasn't the first uh, choice um there were a number of other people that were up for the role mm. which which who declined as well including uh Dudley Moore Marlon Brando John Candy would have been an interesting choice for <laughs> Penguin. Uh, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins could have been good, actually. Bob Hoskins would have yeah, been good. Yeah, he would have been, uh, would have been even, like, I, I, I feel like he, there's not a lot of humour in Bob Hoskins. Mm. Um, no. Well, yeah. there, Alan Rickman could have been a very interesting <laughs> take really on the Penguin. I really want to see that now. Um, he needs to be, like, the height of Danny DeVito, right? Yeah. It's kind of full, full Penguin-y. Phil Collins... Oh, what? Susu Studio. 
That would have been wild. Joe Pesci, he probably could have done it. There, there uh, definitely would have been a musical uh, interlude if, uh, yeah. you know, um, when he's when he's going for his mayoral, uh, you know. And um, uh, and Christopher Lloyd, the ultimate character actor, but he was, oh, yeah. the, the original uh, script had a tall, slender version of the Penguin, which mm. is more aligned to the, the comic books. They definitely do some humorous things with his height as well, and, and this is something I know. When they're um, when uh, they are filming him, uh, you know, at the lectern with all the microphones, yeah. and <laughs> you could just see the top of his head. You That's know, cool. like yeah. it's quite funny. Like I, yeah, I like that they the stinking just like, city like a hog from hell, like a hop from hell. Hop from hell. Yeah, yeah what um, a weird line. Yeah, um, it's great. But also. And, uh, this was, you know, that sort of like seeing um, futuristic, like when Batman's car gets, you know, the, the Batmobile gets overtaken and he puts the CD in to record and you're like, whoa. You can the CDs was such a CD. weird note in this whole yeah. thing, and and the fact that like I love that he's branded his CD player yeah. as well, yeah. so the little Batman <laughs> symbol on it. And then he scratches the CD. Oh, that was, was like, whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, so yeah. bad. It's funny because, I mean, it is like Edward Scissorhands where we kind of deduce that it was meant to be present day. Yes. But it's, but it's yes. kind of a, but it's got and, that. and you can yeah and it's the same thing in Batman Returns and you can kind of you can take the answering machines. You can take the phones. That doesn't feel like it breaks the world too much. Mm. But all of a sudden, the CDs just yeah. the, just breaks the world entirely. And maybe that's only with the hindsight of like CDs now seem so antiquated to us. But and the only other thing which definitely fits into that category is in the the Bruce Manor, the Bat Bat House. What's his house called? Bat House. Wayne Manor. <laughs> Sounds Wayne like Manor. he wanks a lot at home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, um, he's got this gargantuan fireplace oh the and fireplace yeah, is the best and a little 4-3 TV sitting next to it yeah, yeah. which is his teeny tiny TV yeah but yeah uh, that, that's yeah. a dead giveaway of the era as well just um, why you always wanted a walk-in fireplace that's been a goal of a walk-in fireplace <laughs> since seeing Citizen Kane it's definitely totally a what goal. it is Alex stop walking into the fire I, it's a walk-in it's a walk-in <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> but um yeah, he's just fantastic. And so, as we were saying, so sexual, like mm. just, just mm. filthy through yeah. throughout this, you know, it was like, and he's, um, he's coming out with a, um, uh, you know, you come in with a snifter of brandy, you know, like twitching yeah. a little tail and, and she, <laughs> it's just this whole thing of this world, but he's also like, and he's supposed to be 33. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, so, I mean, so so the thing is, and this kind of dovetails a little bit with Catwoman as well, like on, like in the world of the movie, he has no powers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's He was just bo- born with weird hands. and mm. Yeah. And just became a underground clown carnivalesque uh, crime boss. Is yes. that right? mm. Yeah. Okay. No one well, he was a he was he was that's, that's kind of in the he was in that gang, like he was in that circus because he was the the aquatic oh, penguin boy. Yeah. That's right. when he's, when when, uh, when when Bird Boy when uh, Bruce is looking through the the microfilms. Um, yeah. That answers and, another question. Uh, and then the kids are disappearing. And the kids the are disappearing, day. which flags up the whole because mm. he's just pissed at you know the firstborn sons, and so he's engineered this whole thing to get into the archives uh, to be able to and getting. Access to you know the um all the, the the birth certificates so he can just go through and find all the fir- firstborn sons yeah so he's just writing the list gotcha um where we're under the under the uh, guys the guys trying of trying to find his parents yeah 
Um, and uh, and but also, what is it? Um, it's just especially at this period in time when Max Shrek's like, guys, give the Constitution a rest for a night. And it's like, it's no, Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. Yeah. Like, no, no, that was don't. such a good line. Don't. Um, but uh, yeah, but yeah. So that's. Um, but it is. It's kind of like a little like that. That whole thing gets wrapped up very quickly. You know, mm. in a two-hour movie um, that gets wrapped up very quickly. Mm. Um, but uh, I. Th- I feel like they, um, they, I, I don't know, like maybe you guys disagree with me. Like I feel like they balance this story pretty well, like of getting, giving everyone a fair bit of screen time for their characters. And what do you think? Yeah, I feel like they were all fleshed out equally mm. in a shallow, kind of a shallow way. 70%. But yeah. I felt like the broad, editing, editing so. was, I felt the way the story fit together and the way it unfolded was kind of unsatisfying yep. watching it with grown up eyes. The the ending is very, mm. there's no tension. No. There's no tension whatsoever at the end. Like that, everything just, they, they, um, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, um, like when they break into the the penguins, uh, you know, with the CD scratching and all that sort of stuff, it just looks like two old dads, like you know, getting one over the uh, the young kids. It's just like oh, using our technology to break into the signals, and then they just use technology to break into the signals again. And it's just yeah. like there's no threat, you yeah. know. Like, yeah. Um, mm. uh, and he's got his um, seemingly purpose built uh, sewer um, Batmobile. Um, it's just like where where else are you going to use that? <laughs> like. It seems fit for the sewer, and he's just like whipped it together. When when um, when he kind of does the loop de loop, mm. that must have been a miniature. It was pretty impressive. There's a lot of miniatures at. in this. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Um, There's a really good doco out there as well, uh, making of which has just uh, shows all the miniatures, all the sets like that. Um, uh, Arctic Dick, World, Gotham Zoo, Arctic Dick, World, Arctic yeah, World yeah. thing yep. uh, is probably I don't know, like fifty meters squared, like a yep. really really big set that they sort of pan around mm. it's really it's really that's worth worth watching it's it looks and the the only thing I, I i sort of noted in this and it's um because they obviously have to deal with uh and it's 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 always the problem with using miniatures is when you're involving fire and water because you can't yeah. scale yeah. those yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so when things are exploding and when water is coming through it just you can't mm. you know like because if you, if you don't have those elements they look great Mm. You yeah. know, but then a couple of the explosions looked yeah, small. Yeah, it looks like a little sort of, you know, gas canister sort of explosion. I just want to say about that, yeah, having like a lot of characters, a lot of broad personalities, like it's interesting because I think the first Tim Burton Batman was kind of like patient zero was, was of, of the modern superhero movie. You know what I mean? Like that was that was the proto version of, you know, now us having a million Marvel mm. movies coming out every mm. second. And in a lot of ways, um, Batman Returns establishes another trope of superhero movies, which is Eddies. Sorry, two baddies. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean. Which, which, yeah. which is which almost always sucks. Yes, like th- like think about Absolutely. the Dark Knight. You've got the Joker, Heath Ledger, an yep. all time performance. Like it's just one on one, amazing. Like probably the best superhero film ever made, depending on what your taste is. And then the shoehorn uh, Harvey Dent in, and it just, yep. yeah. yeah. Well, I mean Harvey Dent. I thought, but but I was the, thinking more of like um, the third one, fucking oh, uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, and then you got Talia Al Ghul, and you've got Bane, and you've and got Catwoman. Catwoman, and you got and 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 also the difference between yes. Spider Man Two with um, Doc Ock, and then in number three you've got 
fucking Sandman Ven- and Venom, Venom yeah. and you know, and 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 also James Franco was the Goblin and stuff. Mm. Like it all sucks. However, I think that they did a really good job in Batman yeah. in terms of, of three, kind of three is a magic number. Yeah, it's going. It's kind of good. I don't. I don't reckon you want to. Three is a good kind of, uh, especially for a sequel. Yeah. Want to do the whole one up one up thing with sequels? You know, one up the budget. But I also think there's a, a bit of a correlation between. Uh, the fact that none of the heroes and villains really had, they, they don't really have powers as such in this world. Yeah. They're just like, one's a crime boss, Catwoman's just a, actually, no, that, that's not fair. She she has like nine lives, which is the only supernatural element mm. in this whole film, really. It, it, Everything it, else is, is kind of... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, she does. She, she, she kind of has you know, powers, she counts them out. which is a bit weird. Yeah, that, like, and also don't... that she knows. Like, yeah. and that's that's the thing. Like, that's I mean, it's 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 such a, like, how does she know? And you know, getting woken up by cats like chewing on your fingers. Um, it's 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 just a very like I. I love how weird it is, yes. but there is no explanation for any of it. I think it's it. almost better that there's not. They yeah. just somehow in that moment, the cats it. imbue her with this, yep. like, I guess, yeah, supernatural power that yep. revives her from the dead, but also she's a completely broken person now because mm. yeah. you can't really survive. Well, yeah. And, and, and one thing that I thought uh, that kind of dovetails a little bit with that is that I liked that. Um, that her origin is kind of inexplicable, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. basically only, you know, um, cats just nibble at her or, or whatever, like that she doesn't fall into mm. a vat of whatever. Or cats? A, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> vat of cats. <laughs> um, because, because I think to a large extent, like, uh, what Catwoman is embodying is the terror men feel about uh, female sexuality. You know what I mean? No, I don't think that's the case. You don't think no, so? No, I think... Bruce Wayne's incredibly turned on by her, even though she says a lot of things which I think could be construed as sexually aggressive to the point where you would expect that the male hero would be turned off. Like when she's Mm. trying to get him to go to the California King bed at that party. This is the second time they've hung out ever. Um, It's very horny. It's so horny, but he is so (laughs) into it. And mm, watching that with my adult eyes again, I was like... I f- would fully expect the norm in this situation would be Batman would be like, oh, this this chick is crazy and a nympho mm. and that I'm not about that. But actually, he loves that she's crazy. He loves that she's a nympho and he's so up for it. She's truly, yeah, she's, she's obviously a femme fatale, but I don't think she's a villain. I think she's more complicated than that. She's certainly an antagonist. But mm. she's not against him. She's just for herself. She's mm-hmm. doing, she's creating this world. She's tr- trying to get revenge on Max Shrek, but she doesn't want to just fuck shit up for no reason. She's not this crazy agent of chaos in the way that the Penguin is. And she's not out for power in the way Max Shrek is. She's not trying to bend anything to her will. She's just trying to, like, look A, look out for herself, maybe look out for some other women who happen to be around. Not in a, not in a. But also, edu- like you know, almost educate them. Like I love that yes. sequence where with you the make with it the so uh, easy, yeah. don't you? Yes. Always waiting for Batman to come and save you. Yeah, it's great. I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. Yeah, it's so good. She's like you know you can't yeah. wait around for the man. Yeah, you have to. That's yeah. She's much more complicated. I think that's why it doesn't feel like too many villains. 
and not just because of that relationship that Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle develop. Batman and Catwoman also develop synch- like synchronous, in synchronicity, synch- a, a relationship mm. that then becomes even more interesting once they realise that they're both wearing masks. What is the exact point that happens at the, at the party? At, at the party, which yeah, is my yeah. I just they, love that and and how closely that is shot as well, like with the two of them and. Um, and it sort of brings up another thing in this movie of, and we were talking about it earlier about the lighting, like, so the lighting from underneath, but there's a lot of great shots of the lighting of eyes. Mm. So like in the darkness with, like obviously with Batman and things like that, Mm. but there's also in that sequence, like it's just so focused on the eyes and there's so much, like there's so much of the performance is, is through that. Yeah. And I love that just sort of that realization between both of them. And they're just like, oh shit. It, yeah. you know and they're but they're but they're in this you know and it, it's only because uh you know um penguin comes and uh which was also a great shot of everyone just getting flung a mile away with yes. the with the big explosion yeah. it's a great shot yeah. like i just i you know it's it's just such a i um again just re-watching that uh this again for you know first time in a long time just how excellent like how great that whole sequence is and how much of the story gets taken care of in mm. that sort of brief moment. Um, yeah, it's really well done. What does she say at that point? She says something like, are we going to have to fight or something? Yeah. 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 Does this mean we have to start fighting? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. Was, I mean, you you, t- you touched on a little bit about how it looks, and this is getting away from Catwoman slightly, but it also occurred to me that what modern superhero movies, or more recent superhero movies do extraordinarily well is – capturing superheroes how they look in comics you know what i mean Mm. flying punching in these great extraordinary positions and you know what i mean they 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 capture the the physicality of Mm. of um comic books via um cg and all that stuff but what they what they seem to have dropped a lot is is them looking like comic books Mm. you know what i mean like like in in um like the, a close intimate frame. Yeah, and 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 also sets mm. And, mm. and 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 production sure. design and stuff like like it doesn't it's like a result of the Bournes and the this the realism action kind yeah, of world. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's like a knock on effect to all these superhero movies where it, they the expectation is to to have grown up from comic book movies and make them slightly more real. Yeah, which and, and kind of negates the whole idea of it being a comic book. And movie. all the costume, like like they mute the costumes as much as possible. Like like they try to bring the costumes as much into reality without losing. Yeah, like say Captain America. You know what I mean? Like he's just kind of in like a cool like paramilitary kind of outfit. Yeah, you look Wolverine in that. Yeah, yeah, and they they kind of only have enough comic book in it so it can pass as a Captain America suit. You know what I mean? Oh, look how campy and yellow the Wolverine costume is. He is not in that costume in any of those movies yeah, at true, all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if he was, it would look pretty ridiculous. He'd look like Tweety Bird. <laughs> yeah. But like a light version of that. But, yeah. but, I mean, Hugh Jackman would pull it off. He'd be fine. Definitely. It still annoys me that Hugh, like, Hugh Jackman is tall. Like, Wolverine is meant to be, like, 5'4 or something. Like, he's meant to be really So what you're saying is Danny DeVito should have played Wolverine. Hell yeah. (laughs) I would watch the hell out of Danny DeVito as... Yeah. Um, Now, I think it's probably time for um, some... uh, I mean, we've been talking a lot of facts, but uh, we've got some facts over in uh, the corner. So, Seb, what are we about to do? (laughs) Well, I think what you're trying to say, Mike, (laughs) I think what you're trying to say is, is that... 
a fact. Is that a fact? 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 Yeah, it's a fact. And uh, <laughs> so uh, Kane is our uh, in the hot seat. Um, oh, so I thought it was going to be Alex. No, no, no. Because no. I have to be in it for the rock. Yeah, and and, okay, and right, right. you, you yeah, were the cool. you were the one who has seen it the the you know um, the the furthest back in time. Uh, yeah. So uh, so it's up up to you, my friend. So okay. we have three facts. One of them is not factual. That's how it works. <laughs> It is a counterfactual. <laughs> it is. It is incorrect. Two <laughs> facts. One anti-fact. <laughs> Anti-factor. Fact number one. Michael Keaton insisted that they add a zipper to the crotch of the bat suit. Fact number two. The entire Penguin Lair set was refrigerated down to one degree Celsius. That whole big mm-hmm. space to keep the imported king penguins happy. I think maybe I. That, I don't know, that rings a bell. That mm. seems true to me. I'm going to give you four, actually. Is Ooh, that right? Yeah. Can I give you four? Shit. I'm going to give Fucking you four. Fucking breaking the mold already. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Fuck it. Look, and, it's a sequel. Okay. Just add, add one on. That's what they do. Batman's boots are actually just painted Air Jordan 6s connected to a upper area that are just make them more bat. To that like. point, shout out to Alfred. Did I, I don't know whether like the headphones I'm wearing now, Sony mm. MDR7506s, right? They are like a, a real kind of just studio standard. They're like standard reference studio monitors. He's wearing them. He's, he's wearing them just, just with a couple of fucking things hot glue gummed onto them. Yeah. I just, you know, shout outs. Who played Alfred, by the way? Pat Hingle. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, Michael Go. Michael okay. Goff. Michael Go. Pat Hingle is the uh, the police chief. Okay. Sorry. Air Jordan 6s. Right. Air Jordan 6s. And uh, fact number four, the monkey that hand delivers the letter to the mm-hmm. penguin, remember that scene, mm-hmm. was so terrified of the makeup that he attacked DeVito in one of the takes and bit him on the crotch, a la penis. A la penis. <laughs> a la, a la penis. penis. This is the okay. second time one of the... So-called facts has, has been a monkey, has uh, been a, and a, a primate, a primate attacking mm. someone. Yeah. Well, I've got a shtick. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, Kay? All right, so 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 we got uh, the we got Michael Keaton insisted they add a zipper to the crotch of the bat suit. I mean, I'd believe it. Mm. The entire penguin layer set was refrigerated down to one degree Celsius to keep the imported king penguins happy. I'm going to call that true as well. Batman's boots are actually just painted Air Jordan sixes connected to an upper. Like a like a like a yeah you know, mm-hmm. next to his things, and the monkey that hand delivers the letter to the penguin was so terrified of the makeup that he attacked Danny DeVito in one of the takes and bit him on the okay. crotch so, a la penis. Kane, close your eyes, and <laughs> Alex and I are going to uh, show what we think. Okay, okay. I reckon the the fake one is uh, a monkey biting <laughs> DeVito on the ding dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's close. <laughs> it wasn't the ding dong, but it did bite him on the crotch. No shit. And uh, yeah, Batman's boots are actually Air Jordan sixes. <gasps> no no way! way! So it's the first yeah. one. Uh, Michael Keaton. No, he never insisted that they add a zipper oh to the bat suit. There was another system there, and the entire penguin was in yes. was in fact uh, refrigerated down to Fantastic. one degree Celsius. 
Yeah. I that's was hoping you were going to do so, that Annette Benning was initially cast as well, Catwoman. There's yeah. that too, but we haven't talked about that. Um, yeah. But then there's also, uh, and um, I remember reading this when the you know the movie first came out, is that um, Michael Keaton is incredibly claustrophobic. So he found being in the suit not good. And then there's that shot of when he goes into the sarcophagus to you know, mm. go yeah, down yeah. into the... Uh, no, what, um, uh, what, 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 what are those things the, called? Oh, again? Called a torture. Iron, Iron Maiden. Iron, Iron Maiden, Maiden, that's yeah. right. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so they had to shoot that real quick cause he was hmm. just like, no shit. yeah, you know his, his bat suit weighed 25 kilos as yeah. well. That's yeah. They, they weren't, that's they how much weren't. his eye makeup mm. weighed too. <laughs> you know, Loves and, a smoky one, eye. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? It actually killed Sarah, me when he rips Sarah off Huckabee that. Sarah Yeah. Yep. He rips off the mask. It bugs me. smoky eye makeup? It bugs me. It bugs the shit out of me. It always bugged me. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cause I like, surely they could have gone. You know, with the hand across the eye and yeah. done a cut, and then, and it always bugged yeah. me. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, because I, <laughs> oh, I get no, that so would have been hilarious things. if Michael Keaton's just a big old panda bear all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I ask? I mean, maybe this is like too much of an open question, and I don't quite know how to ask it. But um, you've talked a bunch about Catwoman. How? How would? How if somebody says? Uh, Catwoman is a very uh, feminist character. How do you respond to somebody who's either very smart, uh, if if you agree in the affirmative, or a complete jerk if you don't? I think there's there's a medium medium there. It's a happy medium. She has some clearly she has some feminist impulses, um, but ultimately she is wearing the garb of of a dominatrix, which is not to say that she is thereby robbed of any power, but she is certainly presented for the sexual gratification of, you might want to say the male gaze, but I know that's a bit old hat, but she's certainly offered up as a sex symbol. Yeah. In charge of her sexuality, yes, but I still find it a bit complicated. I don't... I'm not. I'm not on board fully with the whole third wave idea that, um, you know, to be just because you're in charge of your sexual agency means that you're not still objectified by. And yeah, I know that's pretty old school, but I do think she's so fucking hot. Like, <sighs> yeah. it's ridiculous. I mean, it it is. But it it's also crazy. It doesn't and feel super leery. No, it does. Like except the camera, for the penguin scene. Mm. No, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but that I think that's more because the penguin's just such a fucking creep. Like yeah. you know, like it sort of amps that up. But just yeah. the but, way she moves yes. is yeah. so sexual. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like and yeah. her voice, like because she yeah, drops the register exactly. of her oh, voice yeah. and and is like yeah, I very Marlene so Dietrich all the time. How wrong yeah. did they get the Halle Berry version? I didn't. Right. I actually couldn't even I watch it suit. to be honest. With the suit. Just... I've seen the suit, and that that was why I decided I didn't want to watch it. And yeah, it's nothing yeah. to like. Halle Berry could have been amazing, yeah. but that suit was, looked like the equivalent of cargo pants. Yeah, like, totally. what was the aesthetic <laughs> there? She's wearing like a headband with fake cat it's ears on it. Fucked. And stuff. It was an offense. It was very cleavagey, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was like impractical. a bra top kind of situation, and yeah, just uncool. But yeah, no, Do look. I, I she I don't think you can take away she's she's there she's offered up as a, a an object to um, perv on, um, so I do think that to say she's a feminist icon would be going 
a mite too far. But there's yeah. definitely an interesting um, push and pull there. I had I had this half-baked thought that kind of relates to that a little bit where it's like to a large extent Hollywood is still not interested or concerned with um, having dimensional female characters mm. that are written by women and stuff. But I think that there's more of an awareness that that is something that should happen going on at the moment. You know what I mean? I mean, we're not there. But um, I... And we've also kind of, in talking about Edward Scissorhands, we've got kind of like w- supposing whether Tim Burton is is like a, is 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 really is really fucking kinky, and I think that there was a lot of close ups on her boots. Yes, mm. and Which, and yeah, and the when suit you itself mentioned about and Quentin stuff. Tarantino punching mm. up the script, I thought, yeah. did he ask for a few <laughs> close ups? <laughs> And yeah, so I kind of had this half-baked thought where it's kind of like if you're not gonna have if if you can't get a woman character written by a woman directed by a woman, then maybe the best thing is is to get uh, a really kinky guy who's into being dominated by women. Like maybe maybe that gets you halfway to having a dimensional, interesting. She was look. She's definitely dimensional and yeah, interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. I. Uh, I Considering so many, you know, especially superhero movies um, that just ignore that whole element of, you know, building a character out of a fair. Like, I just, and again, watching it again, it's just like, yeah, there's, you know, it's it's far from perfect, but there's yeah. a lot going on. Yeah. You know, it's a, yeah. Her, it's di- a pretty her, like, her mental discre- the disintegration, um, yep. like exemplified by the suit and her hair mm. as she goes through the piece. Um, she's really able, she's given an arc. She's And she's not Vicky Vale. She's, she's not, not Vicky you know. Thank and, Christ for that. Um, and, you know, that whole sequence when they're having the very early dinner. Yes. Um, you know, and they're both, like, heading off. To yeah, yeah. Like, Alfred, I'm just, you know. Yeah. And, and Al, uh, let's, let's you know, talk about Michael Goff as well because he's, he's got some great little moments in this movie as Alfred. Um, I actually do quite like that. that <laughs> it's that, vicious was. Uh, it's vicious was. It's meant to be called. to be called. <laughs> yeah. um, but I love, like, I, I love the look on his face at the, you know, the very end when, um, you know, Bruce gets out of the car and finds the cat and he just picks steals up the cat, cat. Excuse steals me. a cat, steals a cat, steals a cat, steals a cat and then what gives the it to Alfred. And he just got the kind of look of like, oh, for fuck's sake, am I going to look <laughs> after this as well? Like, I'm going to look after your, like, concierge. Yeah. yeah. Could we just say house cat? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have a collar. I think it's He's fair game. It. It's yeah. an alley cat with no collar. That's fair game, man. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That that's what I thought. It's like he's, he's 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 being nice to the cats. Yeah. Just a, yeah, it's mm. just another cat. But speaking of that soup scene, that like I don't know whether you know this, but there was a different version of the script where they kind of veered off with the Alfred character, and that um, that soup was meant to be minestrone. This was <laughs> this was go. back when it was. Oh that's no, back here we go. He he's go. winding up, he everyone. He's winding this up. This is back when he was yeah. written as mm-hmm. Alfredo. Uh, oh, there it is. <laughs> Wait, was that was that like? No, no, no! no. I remember well, that was a recent thing. It was Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mr. Wayne, I'm making you the soup. It's so nice. You wear your nice outfit. Mwah, so good. <laughs> you got a spike in the ears. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that, I want to say about the like. Uh, oh man, there's some there's some big. Uh, there's some big pointy ears on his cow, you know what I mean? Like they they, they up they, the pointiness. They, they're really up there, and and they moved from the um so the because it was a new suit, uh, and because the original had sort of the you know they were obviously like sculpted, uh you know 
body suit kind of thing, and it was just more like 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 a chest. And this one was very sort of hard edged, mm. like it was sort of mm. like very techy kind was of. Was it thing. a six pack or an eight pack? That he was an eight sporting pack. there, yeah. yeah. He's got those little like you know those, little, like weird things on yeah. the side that you know those muscly it's people. Riveted have. in. Why would you? Um, yeah, he's got a clear little point of impact there. Was she? Feels it and then yeah. pokes a little finger into it. Yeah. Oh god, so horny. Yeah. So <laughs> can, can, uh, maybe 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 the cow with the big ears is more Tarantino influenced because what are those pointy ears, if anything, but stilettos on your head? <laughs> when he's doing <laughs> when he's doing handstands. Um, it's a reach. That's it's definitely a reach. Um, so I think. Uh, Can I just get a couple of things out from my notes? I've, I've, yeah, I've got a couple as well. Oh, sorry, I thought um, you were winding up. A, a little mention of Jan Hooks as a uh, Jen. So, you know, Jen, Jen and Josh. So Jan Hooks was a uh, on Saturday Night Live for a long time. She's a very, very funny comedian. Um, and there was, like, they, they use the strategic bats popping out of things in this movie quite a lot. Like, bats always seem to just pop out exactly when they were needed or, like, you know. CG? Like, was that, like, early use of CG? Yeah, it's all yeah. Um, that an- was, animated. Yeah, I yeah. think that was the, some of the first CG in, in these types of big Hollywood yeah. films, like the Batmobile where it's getting the shell put over it. And yes. Stuff like I that. thought that that was oh. stop motion. No, I think that – no, that was CG. Yeah. That was CG. Um, but also – Another thing, the, go, rolling back wing. to the, um, yeah, that's a great shot as well with the bat wing, like, um, you know, the, the he's him going like boop, 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 boop with the four people and it like hitting them in the face as uh, they're, they're the going around. Yeah. Um, but can we, can we work out how did the crime gang have access to the Batmobile? How did they have the remote control? Where did they get that information? They're like clown hackers or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they they go idea. through the trash, remember? So they've got access to whatever they need. Anything so, that's... so poor Alfred's just like thrown out the, yeah, you know, the, the, the specs. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. manual, the instruction manual. The, with the Vichy Soirs, he put it yeah. in there. Yeah. Vichy Soirs. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, final notes. Final notes from all, all right. the all the gang. Stuff that I didn't get to. Okay. Uh I'll take Elfman over Zimmer anytime. Because oh as much as I don't like Elfman, no. my God, do I hate Hans. <laughs> Why so serious, you might say. <laughs> Fuck you, Hans Zimmer. I love them both. <laughs> uh, the um, initial uh, Selena Kyle, uh, you know, like uh, sort of... Um, you corned up. You can't ugly Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think they really tried to. I, I guess not. I guess not. But, you know, like, like they can't, like, uh, they, they were really doing that, you know, high school prom thing where they take off her eyeglasses and she's beautiful now. No, I think, yeah. I, think no, they were trying. I think it's playing with it. I think the campiness is yeah. so aware of the, the um, trope of taking off the glasses, she's hot. Okay. She physically, in that... In that moment when she's Selena Kyle pre-transformation, mm. is so physically bumbling and like, but but it's so over the top that it draws attention to itself as a performance. I think. But, okay, but also agree, there's right. that level of, um, and, and it's a, again, it's all in the eyes. Um, but that yeah. that uh, that shot of her, she's still as Selena Kyle, but then she picks up the um, what do you call it, the taser, mm-hmm. and the look on her like mm-hmm. it yeah. just switches, and yeah. you go, there's. Yep. There's something, you know. You it's know. extraordinary. Like, yeah. like I, I, I like uh, watching it now as an adult. I really think it's one of the most extraordinary performances I've ever seen. Yeah. Like it just, 
it's uh it's so horny and sexual but 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 not like titillate like no, it's not titillating you're right. like I do have to reevaluate what I was saying before about right. the male gaze because I I think back and there's not a lot of shots of her body where her face is not present where she's yeah, not no. looking at the viewer where she's not given that kind of there's agency no, like, she makes the costume and, herself yeah. I think that's kind of important yeah that's really that's that really she cool. uses this um you know this feminine trope of being able to create garments and uses it to give herself more power as an individual. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. And do you know and there, there's also a kind of other thing where because uh the film is treating Catwoman slash Selena Kyle as like the the apex of female desirability, right? Mm. And the the um snow lady or whatever the is princess. the counterpoint. Mm. Yeah. And and she's made to look stupid and stuff. And she's and she's got the big bosoms and yep. and you know mm. what I mean? And yeah. so yeah. But then Selena Kyle finds a sisterhood with her. Uh, she's angry. Sure, at the but penguin. she's but she's shown to be an an inferior, and she's an inferior. No, I don't with... think she's. I think I think we are meant to side with Selena when she's angry at the penguin for actually killing her. Yeah, the Ice Princess wasn't supposed like she's not mm. supposed to really be hurt. She's not supposed to die. Yeah, she ultimately comes down to this like kind of sisterhood thing, which I think. Mm. And we're like, oh yeah, gotta I, go. The girl talk. Yeah, God, that was <laughs> I, funny. Yeah, I, my. But then I, the I, I agree. Is I'm like, just, I'm and just I talk to her woman to woman, yeah. and that's really funny too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both given a couple of. She's. I mean, she's obviously a ridiculous character, but she's yeah. given a totally. that that last line that she delivers is <laughs> extremely yeah. funny. I kind of thought. Uh, basically, the only question if you're directing a Batman movie. Uh, you have to ask yourself when you're casting somebody to play Batman is, does he have the chin to do it? You know what I mean? Totally. Because <laughs> when he's in the suit, you are you're casting, casting the chin. chin. Yeah. That's what. That's ultimately my, why Val Kilmer got it my, right. My, well, my, my housemate uh, was not not a Keaton fan and and said that, yeah, doesn't have the chin. Yeah, know, yeah. Like Son's chin. Oh, I um, thought it was okay. I thought but, I think it's fine. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think he's I think it's a great. sturdy, reliable chin. <laughs> I will Yep. Yeah, no I like the fact, but I, I also like the fact that he's just not, you know, you know, a big beefcake. Mm. You know, like mm. it's. I like the fact that he yeah, is sure. um, interesting choice to go with the first film. Even yeah, it's like, absolutely. Um, because mm. he had to fight for him apparently to mm. to, to get that role. Um, mm. but um, but yeah, uh, and uh, like Alex, while uh. The bard over here is... Just, uh, just wanting to go back. The reason I think Catwoman is such a strong character is because Michelle Pfeiffer wanted the role so much and she gives so much to it. Mm. The bird was real. It's a real yes, live no, bird. Yes, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. That, no, she and fucking you can't put a bird that. in her mouth. And, yeah. and and I love that shot That's where she just opens shot. her mouth and it's, it's just like... Because it's... it's you like, couldn't do that today. CG is that a, no? Like no, that I, is a I, real. That is a real, real, real shot. No, no, no. And, and, and a good thing to too. That. But yes. nonetheless, it, it, it speaks to her. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it speaks to her commitment to the role. <laughs> I was going to say there was an offhand reference to global warming. Yes, it. mm. this is 1992. It's like yeah. it was. It felt like common knowledge. Accepted fact back then. Yeah. And why do we still have fucking politicians? You (laughs) know what I mean? Segwaying into uh, Max Shrek having a photo of, did anyone notice the photo of Arnie in the background? No. He had a photo of Arnie like on the wall in the background of his his office. 
and Arnie was Mr. Freeze in the, in the next movie or the mm. movie after that. Ice to meet you. Ice to meet you. A freeze <laughs> is coming. <laughs> a cool change is coming. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, he's got a rack of bat suits. I, no, I, he, I really like that joke. I enjoyed that too. I it's like a joke? that joke. It's a yeah, joke. It's totally a joke. Okay. No, because he like pulls the suits back. They're all exactly the, the same. same. He's like, and he's hmm, like, I'm going to have yeah. that one. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's, it's, he doesn't it's just very much playing up that sort of, um, and same it's with the very boots. much playing up that kind of 80s, 90s, you know, like yuppie kind of, you know, I've got racks oh, okay. of suits. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's a Patrick so, Bateman style. And I love, and it's really funny because they're all exactly the same, you know. You know what got me? When he goes to choose his boots, (laughs) (laughs) wow! When he goes to choose his boots, they're all booted up like one after another, right next to each other, and he just picks a random two. How do you know one's left and one's right? (laughs) That threw me. Wow. <laughs> I'm amazed that I pay. I felt like I paid attention to that shot, but I did not pick up the Air Jordans thing at all. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're actually Jordans. Well, they'd be easy Just to, imagine easy to work how much right? would they be worth now. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Get Colber under that. Um, but uh, a sneaker guy? Oh, he's a sneaker freaker. Um, all right, so any uh, any more notes from oh, the, the gang to over Colbert. here? Shout out to Colbert. I don't anyway. think he's ever no, listened he to a would, podcast. No, as if he would listen. He that would takes listen. effort. Fuck you, Colbert. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think, uh, is that a wrap on uh, Batman Returns? Does Pretty much. Seabass have any more notes? No, I, I feel don't. like well, I want to know. there. I've got lots of stuff, but I mean, we um, pff, nothing... I mean, we haven't talked about the fact that Paul Rubens um, oh, played Oswald Cobblepot's dad. Oh, yeah. Was that Swoozie Kurtz? That's and Paul yeah, Rubens? That's Paul Rubens yeah. and partner, both of them from uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. No shit. Yeah. Well, because um, because Tim Burton directed it. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. That's the that's the uh. whole gag. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say I, I, just uh, speaking of the Burton verse? It uh, fucking Burton verse. <laughs> uh, the dead Trek looks really like Large Marge. Did you? Did you? Oh, right. oh yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. Absolutely. Good. 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 Um, well, I think that is uh, a wrap on uh, Batman Returns. Thanks. As always, to Jeremy Wartsman of Jackie Winter Group for providing the recording space. Uh, be sure to check out their podcast, Jackie Winter Gives You the Business. Um, you can find us at Twitter on Twitter at uh, Deja underscore review. We're at Deja Review Podcast on Instagram. And you can email us at hello at Deja Review Podcast.com. Um, unfortunately, we haven't had any written reviews uh, since our last record, which is a little disappointing um, because, uh, you know, we've had a few dirty limericks out there on the airs. And uh, unfortunately, I, 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 I mean, I'm just planning to write one under a pseudonym. Um, <laughs> well, I guess the question uh, Frankly, I amazed have, that you haven't uh, already done that, isn't listening it? Is, is it because the limericks are too dirty or not dirty enough. Yeah, maybe you they're not. They're I don't not. think they're dirty enough. Yeah. Okay. I think you dirty it up. Yeah. All right. You got um, it. Pop an olive in that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dirty. Dirty oh, martini. Oh, oh, ah. Cocktail gags. That's um, a, your highbrow. That's a great little turn of phrase. I, I just like made that. it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you very much to our guest, film lover Alex. Uh, and uh, you'll be joining us uh, for our next episode That's right. uh, where we'll be talking about the uh, Michael Bay, uh, Nicolas <laughs> Cage, just Sundance award winning. Yeah. Khan Indie darling. Indie up. darling. Yeah. Uh, the Rock. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the Rock. rock. Yes. Um, so uh, Sean Connery impressions 
at the ready. Um, uh, I've been Mike Cairns. Uh, over there is Keen Porkchop Daniel. Hi there. My name, well, good, Hi goodbye there. there. Goodbye there. Um, and I'm my name on Twitter. And uh, over there is Seb Shebash Girlfriend. Thanks for listening. And can I say thank you, Alex, Yay. for being a fantastic guest. Yeah. Thanks, dudes. Um, and uh, yeah, so we will see you again in a couple of weeks uh, for The Rock. Ba-ba-ba. Guitar. Stand. Bye. 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 Bye.